What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott. I'm Ben. We are joined, as always, by our super producer, uh, Noel... I don't want to give too much of this away. He's not going to get a nickname today. Oh, okay. No, just our super producer, Noel Brown. What a twist. Well, it is a bit of a twist, Scott, because this is the return of our mystery show series. Oh, I see. So, in other words, everybody except for me will know what this is already right now because they've looked at the topic. Yes, the, the, title, the, the title of the show. The title. So yeah, okay. All right. Very alone in the world right now, well, my fair, I feel alone, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm feeling right. good. So this is, this is something that popped up in the news recently as we record this and pertains to some of our earlier episodes. Okay. Yeah, maybe get out some paper and a pen. I will make some notes. <laughs> so a while back, we had talked about one of the darker sides of autonomous vehicles, which was the idea of security. You know, how, how safe are these things actually? Okay. And some news just hit that changed the entire game. Uh, in our previous episodes, remember, uh, you and I, and, and sometimes with Jonathan Strickland, uh, our uh, occasional guest host uh, from Tech Stuff, we talked about this stuff with uh, these great caveats that made people feel a little safer. And the idea was, you know, some people, yes, they managed to hack a car, but they did it by having a physical connection to the onboard system. Yeah, so it's it can be done, but come on, you're going to have to have somebody in the back seat with you on a laptop. Right. Tapped in. They'll have to be very sneaky. Yeah, yeah <laughs> really, the, really sneaky. And the point being, the most comforting thing there is the idea that while this is theoretically possible, the hackers would have to have physical access to the vehicle. So possible, but improbable. Yeah, perfect way to put it. Until that is... Everything changed earlier uh, earlier this summer. Oh, no. Yeah. Chinese hackers were able to attack Tesla electric cars from uh, far away, from Why? remotely. Why is it always Tesla? Well, I don't know. Tesla, yeah, it's, I, I guess because Tesla would be considered 
one of the epitomes of like the future cars right now. I guess, yeah. It's a, it, okay. There's probably or maybe that's that's probably just the OS they were able to crack. Yeah, that's their security. We were able to crack it. So these researchers at a place named Keen Security Lab. These weren't, you know, gangs or anything. Uh, they demonstrated their hacks on a Tesla Model S, P85, and 75D, and they're going to continue working on other Tesla models. But here's the frightening thing, Scott. They were able to control these cars, you know, like unlock doors, fold mirrors, activate brakes and stuff, up to 12 miles away without physically modifying or touching the car. Uh, so... They could do stuff that would make driving dangerous, for instance, you know, like all of a sudden the brake slam. Oh, boy. You know, and the company says, you know, this stuff is important because it's better to learn about it immediately and get it to the manufacturer and get it corrected. A Tesla spokesperson said within just 10 days of receiving the report, Tesla's already deployed an over-the-air software update that addresses the potential security issues. The issue demonstrated is only triggered... Okay, here's here's how it works. I'm going to interrupt that quote. All right, so it works when the driver of the car uh, touches or connects with a malicious Wi-Fi hotspot. Just uh, when they when they get that Wi-Fi ping, right? Yeah. Because who wants to pay extra on their data plan, of right? Of course not. Yeah. Uh, and they open a web browser. That's that's when it strikes. And there's a. Um, it's as easy as that. I mean, that's... It's easy as that. It's really easy. Yeah. And so, you know, this is not the only... This is not the only example of a car that's been hacked. I mean, people pick on Tesla sometimes in the headlines... Yeah, that's that's and that's what I was getting at. Is yeah, that it seems like we hear about this all the time with Tesla. There's got to be uh, there has to be other examples. Yeah, man, Chrysler there. got like 1.4 million cars recalled in 2015 because the team of hackers got into a Jeep and remotely controlled it. Yeah, I think I remember that one. Some some of them do make make uh, make news, but it seems like Tesla's the one that uh, just constantly in the headlines with this type of stuff. They're worried, they're concerned about it. And I guess that's good, right? Yeah. They said that their realistic estimate was that the risk to the customers is very low, but they wanted to respond quickly. Yeah. And Chrysler had to send, I think they had to send a physical thing like a USB stick or something, but Tesla is able to just update the firmware. Can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I don't know if I missed this in the initial uh, read-through there, but it, was this a, a malicious attack or was this something that they did to prove a point and then go to Tesla and say, you've got a, a, an opening, a break in the system? Prove a point. To prove a point. So yeah. they could have done something really bad with this. They chose not to. They went. They took the, uh, I guess, the high road in this in this case and said, here's how you can improve your technology. Yeah, they were profes- they're professionals okay. doing this. They're not, you know, some kids... Hanging out in the internet cafe, saying "Let's ruin things." You know, I, almost, I almost wonder in this case, and I don't expect you to know the answer to this by any means, but I wonder if Tesla did they ever compensate them for something like this? You know, they were, or or if, are they hired to do something like this? Do you think you think Tesla as a corporation says just you know I want you to try to try to expose any weakness we have because then we can correct it and we're that much better? Yeah. Or do you think that it's more like? Um, I don't know how all this would work either. We've never heard of this, but if he if he invites hackers to try to to hack into the vehicle, and then if you come to me with a problem that we can verify and, and replicate again, yeah, uh, you know, you, you get this uh, kind of like a bonus, like a bounty almost, like a prize. Yeah, yeah. and and again, we we benefit from that. I, I wonder how all that works, really. I wonder too. Uh, 
some of that may be behind the scenes. Oh, I bet it's all behind the scenes. (laughs) But uh, you can check out a video of these guys demonstrating the hack. They've got a pretty solid blog where they talk about the research in in depth. And they were working on Tesla cars for several months. And they found uh, multiple security vulnerabilities that were reporting. But this goes to the bigger question. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. So there are going to be automated cars, autonomous cars in the future, very, very soon, actually. And there are going to be networks of autonomous cars in the future, you know, probably starting in more uh, high-income, high-density areas where it's inconvenient to own a car, but people will pay to have just a network of things, Mm -hmm. you know, and there will be war between the Ubers and the taxis. I mean, a, a market competition, you guys, not like sure. street fights. And even within, like, uh, well, Lyft. Yeah, another yeah one that's and, a great uh, point. Yeah, okay. So what also is going to happen, I advance to you, is that a criminal element will begin learning other methods of intrusion. And so I wanted to ask, do you think these vehicles can be considered safe in this regard. Oh, so, okay, well, 
they've already demonstrated that there are weaknesses right now. Of course, they'll, they'll dial those out so that you know those won't be available in the future, but there Which will be others. Yeah. There will be something new. Uh, once you correct this, then that opens up this end, or at least you find that. You know, it was always there, but we just didn't exploit it until now. Um, man, will a, criminal, will a criminal element use that to their advantage? And it could be, boy, it could, you, could, you could hold a car for ransom, couldn't you? You could hold... Oh, you could, wow. You know what? What if you held a family for ransom if you were able to hack a vehicle, drive it to whatever location that may be? Let's just call it an old warehouse uh, down by the docks. Because you know that's where you do that kind yeah. of thing. So you do that, and uh, you keep the doors you keep the doors locked in the vehicle. You're doing this remotely from outside. Mm-hmm. Drive the vehicle right in front of you. Roll down the windows, just enough for them to speak to you, and you communicate to them what's going on. Uh, unless you give us your bank account and uh, and empty out your funds, we're keeping you here. <laughs> what do you think of that? Oh, Not man. that I've thought this out or anything. Not that you thought this out. No. Well, first off, you wouldn't want to identify yourself. Not true. Okay. You would want to have, you know, you would want to have them come up to a robot or something in this world. <laughs> okay. Or come up to like some, uh, what, what's the word? Well, like a two-way piece of glass maybe or something. Yeah. Like, or so, something like, super low-tech. Or go kind of creepy with it and hire like a young scamp to read the note to them. <laughs> That's messed up. That's super villain level. How about this? We were, t- you know, okay. <laughs> now that we're talking about this and we're on this, on this, uh, this pathway. Yeah. I should just open up about what I was talking with uh, about somebody here in the office not long ago. Oh, no. With, uh, with you know, the, these uh, autonomous vehicles, especially Tesla, um, let's say that you can go completely hands-free. What does that do for things like drive-by shootings? Oh, wow. It's something a lot of yeah. people haven't really thought about. And I didn't consider that. No, and when I mentioned this the other day in the car, my wife, we were, we were talking about some stuff, autonomous cars and things, and I mentioned that. And she looked at me like, what are you thinking about? Like, why would you even consider that? But I think it's a real possibility. Now, think about the way <laughs> this is terrible. This is like, wow. it's like the true crime angle coming out. Yeah. All right. So the way that a something like that happens now is that there's got to be at least two people in the vehicle, if not more. And I mean, we, you and I know reading the books that we read and, you know, hearing the stories that we hear. Yeah. Two people with, you know, that's a possibility for someone to rat the other one out always, right? Right. So now this kind of solves that problem for that element of society that doesn't really want a second person in the vehicle, no witnesses. Um, it, it's like you keep the secret, that's it. It's done. But, okay, I, I will play your reindeer games here. But the secret is not just between you because an autonomous car will almost certainly have to have GPS. And having that GPS almost certainly means that it is possible, as we become more of a Big Brother surveillance state, it is possible that people investigating the murder could say, well, give us a report of all the cars that drove past there. I see. And uh, Tesla, why don't you report in and, oh, oh yeah, we see you have one of your vehicles that passed by there at 1.40 a.m., and that's right at the time of the shooting. Okay, so I get it. All right, you know what? I've taken us down a different path that we didn't this really is, intend to go. But no, I think the, this is great because it's part of the it's part of the concern. The the criminal element thing. I mean, I guess that's maybe confusing to me. Like, what what beyond uh, actual, you know, causing um, harm to somebody or uh, causing it to you know create an accident that then is a distraction for something else to happen? Maybe that's another angle. I guess maybe. Yeah. Um, it seems like there's all kinds of things that uh, you know somebody with with bad intent could uh, could cause chaos with with a vehicle like this. Right. Yeah. So currently, as of 2016, you can hear hackers described in a, a couple of 
wide common groups, right? Broad categories. Uh, there's a Finnish security expert named Miko Hipponen, and he, he arranges the categories of hackers thus. Good white hat hackers, like our boys at Keen, who break security so a weakness can be found, reported, fixed. Ultimately, everybody's a little better off. It's like a controlled experiment. Yeah, yeah. Semi-controlled. Uh, activist hackers, who I would say maybe also qualifies ideological hackers. Uh, like This would be like someone like Anonymous. Yeah, making know. a point. Yeah, they're politically motivated, but they're not active. Like They wouldn't consider themselves criminals, even if they're doing something that would be considered criminal. Okay. Because for greater good, hackers. Nation states and foreign intelligence agencies, this is the scary part, a growing issue over the past 10 years. So... In the other, one of the other shows that I do, Stuff Then Once You Know, we explored the reports of, uh, people's, people being assassinated by a car, right? Uh, there was a guy named Michael Hastings who died in a, in a fiery car accident. And people around the internet were convinced that this guy was a victim of some sort of hacking into his vehicle. Hmm. However, at this point, there's the, that's primarily speculation. Yeah. There's no hard evidence of this. Uh, so those are the people that w- immediately went to the, uh, the, like the darkest criminal element, like what I did in my examples. Well, yeah. Or they would say like an intelligence agency did it. And now that we know in some cases it's possible to do this without physical access, mm-hmm. it really makes you think because this is a, this was a private research firm. What would happen if, a economically successful country ask themselves the same question or solve the same problem. It's spooky stuff. I don't have any, I mean, I don't have any proof that there would be something like this going on, but the fact that it's in the realm of possibility makes that pretty frightening. And then um, on the other side, they would have, he, Miko also has uh, what he calls supporters of extremism, and he says ISIS is the only real credible threat for that thus far. But I would, I mean, I know it's ideological as well, so you might debate about separating those categories, but that could be very dangerous in a military system, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then criminals, of course. And Hipponen says they make about 95% of all malware and they use it to make millions of dollars. But just imagine, man, a world where, uh, a world where Noel hops into his car, turns the ignition, and instead of starting, he gets a little message on his pop-up display, or maybe it's something cool on the windshield, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, your car's been hacked. Deposit 10, you know, dollars. 10 bitcoins or something probably so bitcoins closer to the scenario of where uh, the high, you know the family was was uh, held for ransom yeah, exactly okay i got it but without actually driving them to a location and meeting them uh, you could actually do this completely electronically from Noel's driveway or wherever he is just keep him secured in the vehicle there's nothing anybody can do to get him out and so here's the here's the thing the uh, there's a place called the insurance information institute and they say that they sell cyber insurance, and that's going from two billion in 2015. Already, people are between 
two billion, and he predicts there will be seven point five billion in twenty twenty. Oh, by he I mean Robert Hartwig, the president. Cyber insurance. This is the very first time I've heard that term. Yeah, cyber yeah, insurance. I, ran into it as well. I don't know. I'd, I'd hold off on getting cyber insurance for. Yeah, it. I'm not. I'm not condoning it, but uh, they also estimate that. By 2030, 25% of all cars sold will be autonomous, which I think is, I don't know. I'm not sure about that statistic. It feels like a high estimate. But then again, when we started this show, mm-hmm. we thought self-driving cars would never, never be happen. possible. Yeah. No way. There's no way. But things change. change really fast now. Yeah. Um, so we've learned to never say never, but uh, we can be skeptical. Mm-hmm. But it, seem, it does seem like an awful high number. Well, you know, people are more and more arguing that eventually – human drivers will be banned from the public roadways. They'll be more like race, they'll be on racetracks and stuff, but I don't think that'll work in a lot of rural areas. Have you been talking to Jonathan Strickland? No, but I, that's his dream. He hates driving. <laughs> I know he it. He doesn't drive. Every, it seems like every time I go and I, I, I host on his show or go, guest host on his show, <laughs> uh-huh. every time he's telling me how, uh, you know, humans are you know, going to be, uh, considered, well, it's going to be, um, illegal for humans to drive at some point. And he loves to, to throw that out in my face that that's going to happen. And I, every time we get into an argument about it. Every time. See, the problem is with a lot of those assumptions, people, people have a a base assumption beneath it, which is that everything will continue smoothly. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This is a big world, and a lot things go wrong much more often than they go right when you're pursuing new innovations in technology. Yeah, so this disruptive technology that they like to call it, well, they call it disruptive because it disrupts the entire industry. Yeah. I would say that in the last, uh, well, since we've been on the air, um, autonomous vehicles or self-driving vehicles or, or autopilot or whatever you want to call them, uh, self-steer, all those systems, that's all uh, disruptive technology, I would think, because it's really shaken up the auto industry. Uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. causing a lot of changes and, uh, and and also causing prices to go up in the vehicles that we purchase. <laughs> uh, but, man, this is a, this is an interesting topic. I mean, I don't know if I'm taking it the right way, though. Like, you, it seems to be, you have a... You have a different scope of this whole thing, I think, because you've got more of the, uh, you know, the, the state departments get in on this and, and national governments. And I'm just saying um, it's possible. I know I sound like a crazy no. tinfoil hat guy here, but the advantage it could provide, the money it could make, mm-hmm. the um, well. And the money that they could put into it. You know what? I, I guess I was just saying, I wasn't trying to say that you're uh, some conspiracy crazy guy or anything, <laughs> but I was saying that uh, you know, my initial knee-jerk reaction was to go to, you know, the small dollar, or small criminal, I guess, small dollar crimes, oh, yeah. uh, if you can call it that, you know, the extortion, the uh, the kidnapping, yeah, and, sure. you know, where no one gets hurt, but yeah, you get a lot of money changes hands. The spying as well? Yeah, the spying, and of course, you know, the, <laughs> you know, the drive-by thing, come on, no one do that, by the way. But uh, you know, there, as Ben pointed out, there are ways to track that. Still, it's still yeah. a ba- still a bad idea. But I was just wondering, like, you know, it's almost kind of like a, you joke about it, but it's probably going to happen someday. Well, here's yeah, and here's another thing: uh, you could also do murder by car by having someone take an autonomous vehicle and force it to collide in a fatal accident with another vehicle. Yeah, and we've seen uh, elements of that in uh, France at the street fair, the Bastille Day, uh, you know, uh, the drive through the, the yeah. crowd. Um, that's the big fear is that next time, what if there isn't a driver behind the wheel and they can't stop it in the way that they did this time? Right, uh, exactly. Because they, they had to physically stop the driver from, from proceeding. The truck wasn't going to stop. Uh, so, yeah, imagine, that could be just horrific. So um, there's, there's all different levels of this. You know, there, there's um, there's the small end. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, you know, street level. Yeah, street level, I guess. And then there's the bigger picture. And mm-hmm. uh, the big picture is pretty scary. It can be scary. Especially when we see that more and more autonomous vehicles or the idea is catching on. A lot of very smart people are putting a lot of time and money into this. And also, you know, I wish we had time enough to talk about hacking drones and what happens if that occurs. But with just that barest mention, we'll, we'll have to be satisfied until we do a different episode. The good thing about autonomous cars, which I feel like we have to say, is that they could reduce uh, accidents 
by an estimated 80%. And I believe that. I mean, I really do. I do too. I've seen so many accidents around town here where people are texting and driving. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so prevalent here. It's unbelievable. With Even with the laws the way they are, that you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, there um, is a law. It's it's unreal how many people every single day I see texting on the road. On, on You know, we're going fast, slow, whatever it is, the you know, stop and go, uh, which to me seems like where the most accidents happen is the stop and go stuff. I know it's dangerous yeah. at high speeds, but it seems like those really small you know, you know, bumper to bumper type collisions, the, yeah. the low impact ones, yeah. those happen just so frequently on the road. They're all around me. Um, it's it's a it's terrible. So hopefully, if people get behind the wheel of something that you know has that automatic stop, I know it's not it's not um, you know preventing their bad behavior behind the wheel. It's it's probably right. accelerating that behavior. I see that. But um, I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea because it'll uh, it'll bring our insurance premiums down a little bit or something. You know, <laughs> at least keep my bumper safe because I've been. I've been hit a couple times, um, you know, just by somebody who is rolling ahead at a stoplight, and I assume that they were texting, but you can't prove it. Yeah, you know? it'd be so hard to prove. Yeah, it really would, and no damage, you know, just to, just bump me. It's an uh, inconvenience more than anything. But um, oh, okay, so you didn't get your insurance involved? No, no, neither time. Uh, it's frustrating when it happens. Yeah, it wasn't even in the car I'm driving now; it was in my other car. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are going to head out today, but before we do, we want to hear your opinions. What do you th- do? You think that of all cars sold will be autonomous by 2030. Will they be safe or will they be uh, just treasure troves for hackers? And if so, what kind of hackers? Will they ever be hack-proof? Because I don't think they can be. Yeah, will it be like another... Will will it be like another layer to the death-proof car quest? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does being a death-proof car now mean it also must be impenetrable to hackers i would say that it'd have to because if somebody can control your vehicle and drive you right off a cliff or into a lake or you know whatever i mean that that's something that you wouldn't normally do behind the wheel yourself so um yeah they can it can force you to enter into some crazy situation that you wouldn't have uh foisted on yourself and you know by driving and then would you feel safer in a car that wasn't connected to this pervasive cloud yeah i Boy, I don't know. This is a huge can of worms. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, really, the, the getting to the point where a car is 100%, yeah. uh, you know, uh, protected. I guess. Um, I don't know. Was going to maybe we'll have to go shift away from uh, aluminum to lead vehicles so that you know, no, no <laughs> signals can get through or out. Well, uh, while <laughs> Scott and I are repurposing our cars. You're right. Tinfoil doesn't really do anything. Oh, it's got to be lead. It's got to be lead. lead. Thick lead. Now, I, I bet that's going to do something to our fuel economy. We'll have to find out. What it is. Yeah, and so we'll, <laughs> I'll go check on the prices of bulk lead. <laughs> like, what a great uh, idea. Yeah, uh, work-related. And uh, we will be back next week. In the meantime, if you'd like to learn more about autonomous driving, we have probably too many episodes for me to name here that touch on it. And you can check all of them out by visiting us at carstuffshow.com. But wait, as Billy Mays was wont to say, there's more. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter uh, where we are carstuffhsw. Yep, and if you want to reach out to us via email, we are carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.